joined now by our reporter, Luando Nomoy. Luando, good afternoon. So firstly, if you can just give us a sense of what is currently happening in the area where you are. Thank you so much, Sakina, and good afternoon to you and your listeners as well. Well, the situation still remains very tense here on the N10. Um, we understand that the interdepartmental technical team that was deployed by Minister of Labor to Les Moisi, um when he visited the area yesterday has arrived here, and tensions are, quite, are running quite high, as we've also witnessed um, two suspected um, foreign nationals, you know, being taken in for questioning, um, because you understand that if I could just paint a picture, um, it, it, it is a road of about 20 kilometers from the entrance of Middleburg on the N10 to all the way to Hanover. So it is a long stretch of road, you know, just blocked with trucks. So the estimated number goes up to more than 3,000 trucks that are actually blockading this particular road. But the interdepartmental team is here and they have set up a roadblock. Now, what they're going to do with this roadblock is to check each and every truck that passes by, whether it's going to the side of Pebeja, whether it's going to the side of the Northern Cape, is to check the documentation, you know, of everyone who is driving, whether you have a valid driver's license, your PDPs, and that is where some of the drivers, you know, are saying now they are beginning to get justice since there's been these two that have been actually taken in for questioning um, after one of them was found with only, driving only with a passport and with no um, um, permit to drive or a valid driver's license. So many of them, they are saying that, the truck drivers are saying that they are still inside these trucks. So they are going to search right through these trucks and ensure that they bring them to the law enforcement officials that are here so that they can be checked and verified of their documents. Mm. Very interesting development this, uh, Luando, because as you say, um, it is seemingly from your account, the truck drivers themselves who are conducting the searches, please correct me if I'm wrong, and where is law enforcement while all of this is happening? law enforcement is here and they are engaging the truck drivers. What the truck drivers are saying, they are saying that they want to walk from truck to truck and take out, you know, a person who is a foreign national and take them to to, 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 to the roadblock. But what the officials are saying, they are saying instead of doing this, we need to clear the road. So you need to move the trucks and drive them towards the roadblock. That's where we will stop them and check so that the N10 could be, you know, open because you'd understand that this road, Sakina, it is an economic route. You know, um, a lot of manganese, you know, from the from, from Pedekhan side going to Kurman in the Northern Cape is actually using this route. So now it, it, is, it, is, it is at a standstill and that is what uh, Minister also appealed to them yesterday, that they should at least, after the team has been deployed, open the route so that the economy can actually continue. So they are here as well, working hand in hand with the law enforcement, but there seems to be that clinch between them whereby they are saying they want to walk on foot and take them out because what they are suspecting is that some of them run away because there are some trucks here, Sakina. Um, there's a lot of trucks I'm seeing here and they've pointed many trucks, you know, um, whereby they are completely closed, you know, and, you know, the, the driver who was driving it uh, allegedly ran away. And you'd understand that some of these trucks, Sakina, they are carrying um, or they are, uh, they are transporting perishable goods and they've been here since Sunday morning. Um, so, so you can imagine the damage, you know, on the goods that have been here. And we've also asked, you know, one of the truck representatives that are they, you know, aware of the economic impact that this has? 
And what they're saying is that, look, if our demands are not met, we will continue doing this. So they, 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 they are still on that agreement, but law enforcement is here trying to restore law and order so that the road could at least be opened. And a final question, Luando, because I uh, can understand it's difficult for you to hear. But for some of the trucks, uh, for those two trucks, for example, where uh, the, uh, the the drivers have been taken in uh, by the police, do we know for some of the others as well whether the owners have come forward at this point? Well, so- owners have been in contact with their drivers. We haven't seen many owners here at this stage, but we have been seeing some um, drivers being in contact with their companies. Um, One we spoke to, I asked him, you know, what does your company have to say about all of this? Because he said, look, I'm not part of the strike. I was just transporting goods to Kabecha, but I saw this on the road and they stopped me. And what their company said is that as long as you are safe as our driver, we will inform our clients of the delay and all that. But some of them are still in contact with their relative um, companies on, on this matter. And for those that have obviously been ar- arrested or taken in for questioning, Sakina, uh, they will definitely contact. The Department of Labor is here in Home Affairs. They will definitely trace and contact, you know, the company that owns the particular truck to come forward and also answer to the fact that how would you let someone drive a 24-wheeler truck with only a passport and not a valid driver's license? Going to be interesting. So you have have a lot of work to do. Please be safe and uh, make sure that uh, you uh, stay on the right side of things there. Luanda Nomoy, our reporter, and when I say the right side of things, make sure you hydrate. Everybody is so exhausted at the moment and this is going to be a long haul. Uh, But meanwhile, the traffic is moving slowly on the N3. This after a group of about 30 truck drivers parked their vehicles near the Montrose um, off-ramp in the Free State over the hiring of foreigners. Now, they are also demanding to see uh, the Transport Minister, Figilem Balula. And this uh, happens... As there are reports that South Africa is currently experiencing a shortage of experienced truck drivers. So to discuss it further, we join on the line by uh, Arno Marie, who's a managing director of Innovative Staffing Solutions. Thanks for your time and uh, thanks for speaking to us, Arno. Hi, thank you for having me. So you say that there's actually a shortage of truck drivers in South Africa. What is this based on? Well, it's based on exactly what we're seeing at the moment. We have a huge unemployment rate. Look, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that there's a shortage of people with Code 14 licenses that are um, that can drive a truck. I'm saying that we have a shortage of experienced truck drivers that actually has the necessary um, work experience and so forth to be able to do the work correctly. Uh, we have a skill shortage, no, not, not a people shortage. Mm. So, so perhaps if you could just elaborate a little further on that, because as you've heard in the report uh, from our reporter just before this, you have South African truck drivers who are saying, we are here, you know, we have uh, the requisite skills. Why are we not being employed? Why are companies opting to employ foreign nationals? So what exactly are the skills required? Look, I can't, I can't comment on anything that those truck drivers are doing. I'm sure law enforcement will uh, either decide whether what their actions are legal or illegal at the end of the day. But um, what I can say, we are one of the biggest uh, training centers in the country and also in one of our sister companies, one of the biggest employers of Code 14 drivers in the country. 
Um, it's not just about driving a truck, getting into a truck and hauling something from point A to point B. You need to understand the loading procedures of different companies. You need to understand how the tonnages work. A truck that carries fuel is a 54-ton missile going down a highway. You don't know what to do when something goes wrong. Um, you can cause a lot of problems uh, on the road and even fatalities. So at the end of the day, um, we're trying to upskill drivers to get to a point where um, they, they have the necessary skills and the necessary accreditation and um, uh, learning modules behind them to be able to convey, for instance, dangerous goods. The problem we have in truck drivers in South Africa is nobody grows up in school and goes like, yeah, one day I want to be a truck driver. Everybody wants to be a doctor or an astronaut or something like that. It's not seen as a as a, a career decision that's usually made from a young age where you actually look forward to going to that. And this has created a gap in our market. So we have our very experienced truck drivers, which are 45 and 50 years plus, and then we have our younger truck drivers coming in now. There was a big gap before, especially before lockdown, and the demand became higher. And the other problem that we're facing is that insurance companies, or some of them, states clearly that they will not insure a truck driver that's younger than 35 years with at least five years' experience and at least a valid, a valid PDP license for, for five years. So we're struggling to fill that gap to be able to put truck drivers that's got the right skill set into trucks because of insurance rules, um, the fact that people, it's not like people go to college to become a truck driver, but they actually need to. Um, people learn by, by driving trucks and getting experience, but now our accident rates are getting higher um, and, and these skills are really important. So at Innovative Learning Solutions in the last year, we've, been, we've trained over 8,000 truck drivers and we're trying to fill that gap to, to get to this point. Very interesting perspective and thanks for your time there, Arno Maria, a Managing Director of Innovative Staffing Solutions.